Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Project Egg. Today, we have the honor of speaking with Sandy Forster, somebody who has had an incredible journey going from being a single mom with $100,000 of debt and on welfare to having climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, meditated in complete silence for 10 days, watched the wildebeest migrate across the Serengeti, trekked the Inca Trail to Machu Picchu, dived with dolphins in Hawaii, wandered markets with Moroccan nomads in the High Atlas, whitewater rafted down the Zambezi, I believe that's how you pronounce it, helicoptered off Mount Everest because she almost died trekking to the base camp, but very luckily for everybody, lived to tell the tale. So many other things, including becoming a millionaire, writing a best-selling book, winning multiple business awards. Sandy, you have an incredible resume there that I could go on for days. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Ben. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. The pleasure is all mine. So thank you again. Let's jump right in. What is your story? <laughs> so my story, just to quickly go back to the start, I um, moved from the lowest most state in Australia to the most northern state. Um, so I moved from Victoria to Queensland, nice and tropical, beautiful, went to high school, met a boy, went out with him for about 11 years, got married, had two kids. And so I had a three-year-old and a six-month-old and I had a hobby business. So I was designing and manufacturing swimwear and gymwear um, because I loved going to the beach and I loved going to the gym. So I was designing and manufacturing this, this range of swimmer and gymwear that I used to sell it all winter. Then I used to go and sell it down by the beach in summer. And it was just, as I said, it was just a hobby. So it was just making us some pocket money. So we bought a swimming pool or we went on a holiday or we um, landscaped the garden or bought some new furniture. But suddenly we divorced. So I've got a six-month-old and a three-year-old and suddenly that income needed to be my main income, but it was not making me enough money. It basically, I, I guess really all it did was um, pay for my uh, telephone, my car payment, and some of my house payment. Um, and so I was really, really struggling. I, I didn't know what I was gonna do. I ended up um, at that place where I could not afford to keep the house that I was in because I, I got a little bit of a property settlement when we divorced and I purchased a house, but I couldn't afford to keep it. So I knew I was going to have to move out and I was sort of at a complete loss as to what I could do because that swimwear business, I ended up closing it down. It just, you know, I wasn't making any money. I was going backwards. I was on welfare. I was getting, I think at the time it was $15,000 a year from the government which is um, in US dollars, that was about seven and a half thousand dollars a year. So you don't, you don't survive on that. You, you definitely don't thrive, but you don't even survive. You, you go backwards further and further, deeper and deeper into debt. And so I knew something had to change, but I, I just didn't know what. And I ended up seeing this tiny little, like one inch by one inch ad in the newspaper. And it had some words that totally jumped out at me. It said um, something about personal development, 
which I was obsessed with. I just you know, loved the whole personal development industry, loved learning, loved trying to be a better me, you know, just really wanted to, to dive into that space. So it said personal development. It said um, strong work, work ethic. And I knew that if I put my mind to something, you know, I, I would do it. Like, if you tell me what to do, I'll do it. And then the other word was money. And I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> do I need money? So those three things together really drew me and it ended up being a personal development course. So it was, it was a direct sales business, so like um, uh, network marketing. And it was based on a home study course based on the law of attraction. So that was my first introduction to the actual law of attraction. Prior to that, I totally knew about positive thinking and we only use so much of our brain and all that sort of thing. But suddenly the law of attraction, that just blew my mind to think that there was this, this, um, this law that was part of many laws that was based in science and quantum physics that you know, what we focus on is what we create. Like it's not just positive thinking, it's what we focus on is what we create. So I dived into that program, completely fell in love with it, started promoting it, did really well. Like, um, you know, as I said, I was on welfare and suddenly I was making, you know, $10,000 or more a month and I was just completely blown away. Like I was obviously using what was in the course and applying all those principles. So from a metaphysical or a mindset perspective, all that was working, but then I really did the doing too. I was speaking to people and I was, you know, so excited about the program and what it had done for me. So I was like on, on cloud nine. I'd gone from welfare and here I was making good money and I was really excited. And then, so then the, the person who'd bought the global rights to the product, um, because they decided they needed someone who was going to be in charge of all that. Um, so they, they assigned someone to buy the global rights to the product. And what they did was they decided to get the product reprinted, which is a great idea, but they had a dispute with the printer because the printer printed them wrong. So the guy with the marketing rights said, I'm not paying for this until it's reprinted. But the printer said, well, I'm not reprinting until you pay me for the first lot. So they were in this stalemate for months. And when you're in a direct sales business, you can't not have a product because without a product, nothing happens. No one gets excited about a non-product. So consequently, that business just went kaput. And, you know, this, this fabulous business that I had in this income and everything just disappeared. And so I just had no idea then what I was going to do, but I was really inspired and excited that I had discovered the law of attraction and I decided to really immerse myself. So suddenly I heard about coaching. I was at an event overseas. They talked about coaching, um, you know, go and see the, the trainers in the break and we'll let you know. And I went outside. They didn't want any coaches in Australia, but I was like, oh my gosh, this thing called coaching, what is this? You work in the personal development industry. You can work from home. It's like, that's what I want to do. You can choose your own hours. You can like, oh my gosh, you can make as much money as you want. So I was really, really like, this is it. So when I got back to Australia, within a matter of months, that personal development product that I had been selling, one of the top distributors was opening a life coaching academy in Australia. So I went through their training, fell in love with it, just, you know, really enjoyed it. And I became a life coach. 
And what I really decided to focus on, what my, what my sort of niche was, was prosperity coaching. Because I knew that by using those principles, I'd been able to attract money before. So I knew what worked. And I knew, I mean, I was obsessed. You know, when you're really into something, <laughs> I get really obsessed. And so I knew so many processes and exercises and, and you know, tips about how to create prosperity. So I was doing it in my life and more and more money was starting to come. And um, I was coaching people around prosperity. And then I had a friend of mine, she was actually my accountant, came to me and said, Sandy, I know you've had success before in um, selling direct sales. I have something that's coming up and I'd love to go into business with you. And I'm thinking, oh, I don't want to get into direct sales again. No, thank you. But as it turned out, it was the um, real estate mentor of Robert Kiyosaki was um, involved in this business where they were selling real estate education. And she was really into real estate. And she was also an accountant, a financial advisor, a, a taxation specialist, all that boring stuff, but, you know, very important stuff. Um, so I decided to go into business with her and we were marketing this um, home study course and people were loving it. And then I woke up one morning because I, I got this tip from um, uh, Mark Victor Hansen who wrote the Chicken Soup for the Soul books and they've sold, you know, millions, hundreds of millions. He said, um, ask yourself before you go to sleep at night um, to, to come up with a million dollar idea. So I would go to sleep at night, you know, asking the universe, bring me a million dollar idea. Bring me a million dollar idea. Because when I was on welfare, the one thing I wanted to be was a millionaire. I just knew that my life, if I had a million dollars, it'd be sweet. So I, um, I decided to you know, say that over and over again. I woke up one morning with the, uh, a name in my mind, Wildly Wealthy Women. So I thought, oh, that's a cool name. So I jumped online. I registered the domain name. No idea what I was going to do with it. So I registered the domain name. And then about three months later, I was at an event in the US. So both um, my accountant business partner in that business, in the direct sales business, and me were at an, an event for that business in the US. And when she was there, I said, I've got an idea that I want to run by you. So we're, we're you know, promoting this real estate education. That's all very nice and good. But how about we give people more support because like me, I would be too scared to do anything unless I had someone to ask questions of and unless I, you know, had, had someone there to bounce and you're there that I can bounce questions off. But what about all the other people? Let, I think we should start a program. So my idea was to um, start Wildly Wealthy Women, which we did. It comprised of, yes, that home study program. Sorry if my camera's moving. My cat is deciding to rub his head against the computer. Sorry. Um, so, um, stop it. <laughs> um, so, uh, where was I? It's completely sidetracked me. Mm, so, yeah. So, um, no, I've forgotten. <laughs> Tell me. So, so, you were at the stage where y'all wanted to start this program, Wildly Wealthy Women. Y'all had talked at the conference. Yes. So, so I told her about my idea and I said, you know what, let's start this program and it's just for women. And yes, they get the education that we're promoting, but they also get weekly um, 
teleconferences. So back then, you know, teleseminars were very new. So it's like they get this weekly call where you can give them tips and ideas and tell them stuff. And once a month, I'll give them mindset, you know, stuff that'll help them get their mind in the right place. And we can get together a few times a year at events and have wildly wealthy women's wicked weekends. And she was like, yeah, I'm in. Anyway, that idea led to within about four months, we made, um, it was close to $2 million because having a mentoring program specifically for women was very new back then. I mean, now every man and his dog, every woman and his dog and her dog is, uh, and her cat is promoting mentoring programs for women. But back then it was very, very new and people just fell in love with the idea. And I think we had about something like 750 women joined up and it was a $3,000 program. 750 women joined up in the space of a few months and it was such a success. And from there, I just really nailed the law of attraction in my own life. I just completely like, you know, was in love with it so much because I knew how much it worked. And so then I ended up writing a book. Stop it, cat. <laughs> oh, no, he's biting me. <laughs> um, <laughs> stop it. Sorry, I'm getting attacked. <laughs> oh, claws are coming out. Um, oh, hey. <laughs> All right, breathe. Calm down, calm down. It's all good. So then I um, wrote my book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast, and I completely filled it with um, tips and, you know, ideas and everything that I'd done to go from welfare to millionaire. And from there, you know, it seemed like a few years after that, everyone was saying to me, I want to do what you're doing. I want to be able to work from home. I want to be able to have my own business, that I choose my own hours and that I can work in the personal development industry. And so I got inspired to launch the Inspired Spirit Coaching Academy. So now I train people all around the world to be law of attraction coaches. And, you know, I look back at when I was that person who discovered that little one inch by one inch ad. And I think that if I hadn't taken action, I'm all about, I teach people about inspired action. Like if you get an idea, take action. It may not be the right idea. It may not, you know, lead you where you want to go, but it might be that first step. And you never know if you sit around thinking and mulling over it and, Will I or won't I? Should I or shouldn't I? I'm very much of the, you know how they say, um, ready, aim, fire. I'm very much of the ready, fire, aim. So I come up with an idea, I just shoot it out of the park and then I tweak it and I make it better and I refine it. So I think that's really served me well because I'm not a, a logical, organised, um, you know, business person. I'm just a creative person who came up with an idea um, a number of ideas. That's not the only one that's made me a few million dollars. Um, and, you know, I, I come up with ideas and I just run with them. And, you know, some of them are crap. Some of them, some of them are really good. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of my story in a nutshell. So, you know, from that person who was $100,000 um, in debt and on welfare, you know, I've made um, millions upon millions of dollars simply through my creativity and through combining the law of attraction and then tapping into how amazing the internet is and learning internet marketing and you know doing cool stuff on the web. That's me. <laughs> so tactically, what do you think are the things that people must, must, must learn from you? Ta see, you're using a word I don't even understand. What's, what do you mean tactically? Tell me. 
like uh like like what strategy or what skill okay i'm so not the strategist (laughs) i'm a do it in the moment whatever i think of kind of person i don't plan anything like like absolutely nothing i just do whatever i feel like in the moment but okay so from a business perspective what i would say is absolutely uh get interested in marketing get interested not just marketing but internet marketing. And the thing is, I think with internet marketing these days, it can be really overwhelming because there's so many different options, so many things to do in this funnel and that video and this, you know, opt-in and that blah, 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 blah. It's like, oh my gosh, it can be so overwhelming. You don't know where to go next. And so you end up doing nothing. But I think if you just read marketing books and learn marketing, don't even worry about whether it's internet marketing, just marketing books. Because I think the number one thing that really served me well from all my years with the network marketing um, companies that I'd kind of delved into, they taught you the psychology of sales. And that is such a key. Like, just understanding why people buy. And, and you know, that's also helped me when I'm reading someone's sales page and something, like I get so excited for something that I don't even really need, but it's like, oh my gosh, I look at what they've said and how they've worded it and what, you know, what's triggered me to want to take action. And, you know, I've, I've learned a lot of marketing that way, just modeling what I do on what excites me and inspires me from other people. But definitely marketing has to be number one. Um, I think the next thing that's really important, which I only just discovered a couple of years ago after being in business for like, what, 15 years, is try and have some sort of system, like some sort of um, system within your business that tracks what you're doing. So, for instance, the way I used to run my business, because, you know, I'm saying I'm the creative person and I'm not organised and I don't want to be tied down and blah, blah, blah. That just made things harder for me. So when I wanted someone on on my team, I just had a small team, a couple of people working for me, I'd email and say, can you do this? And then I'd have to wait for them to email back and say, yes, I've done that. And and the back and forth of emails and then the trying trying to find the email trail and the, the have they done it, haven't they done it thing, oh, it was driving me literally almost to a breakdown it was like I am not organized and trying to keep track of that was just nightmare so we started using um, teamwork I know there's a million different fabulous things Asana and Basecamp and all sorts of stuff these days but I started using teamwork and oh that has saved my sanity it's like it's so beautiful to you know put a task in there give it a deadline assign it to someone and I can just jump in and see where they're at if they've done it you know they can ask me questions in there it's like that to me definitely for me personally is something that completely saved my life I took a long time to get there (laughs) but you know this is the thing I made millions and millions of dollars before I, I even had that so you know I think it's just my creativity has got me to where I am today, but getting systemized and processed and all that sort of thing is going to take me to the next level. So yeah, they're the two things that I highly recommend. When you say internet marketing, like can you, can you get specific and like, I'm really interested to hear like uh, where the creativity intersected with the the internet marketing, because 
marketing means a million different things to a million different people. Probably means two million different things to one yeah. million different people. So like I'm interested, like what's your version of marketing? Like what does that look yeah. like? Okay. So back in the day, my version of marketing was sending out an email. I cannot tell you how blissful it was before it became, you know, video and funnels and opt-ins and blah, blah, blah. Um, because literally I made millions just from sending out an email. You know, I could send out an email. Like, for instance, the Inspired Spirit Coaching Academy. When I launched that, I had an email list and I just sent an email out and I had 130 people join just like that. And, you know, that was like half a million dollars. Um, when I was climbing Mount uh, Everest, at the time, I was selling someone else's product. So you've probably heard of The Secret, um, very popular personal development. So at the time, I was actually selling that. And I remember that we were going to put the price up, $2, but, you know, the price was going up. And I sent an email out to my list saying, you want to get in now? You know, I'm, I'm you know, having a wildly wealthy week climbing Mount Everest, but, um, you know, over here in Africa, just letting you know, blah, blah, blah. And I told them they want to, you know, buy now. And I think I made something like $89,000 in the space of a week of people wanting to buy a product that I've been selling for a year, just because I told them it was going up $2. So, you know, back in the day, as I said, email marketing was it. So it's email and doing live teleseminars. I, they're the two things I just completely loved. And they're the two things I love to this day. Even though webinars and, you know, doing live like we can see each other now is really cool. To me, I'm so into teleseminars because you don't have to do your hair, put on makeup, be in front of a camera. That whole thing kind of freaks me out just a little bit. Um, and so I still do teleseminars to this day and I love doing free teleseminars, just sharing information, just getting people excited. Um, and then I just casually mention something at the end of the free teleseminar, you know, check this out or oh, we're launching the Inspired Spirit Coaching Academy again or whatever and, and just casually mention it and, you know, sales get made. So I still really enjoy um, those two mediums the most. But the thing is these days, because there's so many people on the web and there's so much competition, you need to build your list. And that is the thing that I think, um, unfortunately, Facebook's the key these days, isn't it? Like Facebook is where everyone's going. And I don't mean just posting. I'm talking about Facebook ads. So I've delved into that a few times, had a lot of successes, had a lot of you know, massive money wasting failures. <laughs> but, but I know that's kind of where it has, where it is. So it's really a matter if you don't want to learn it yourself, because my brain would never be able to figure that out. So I've hired someone to do that for me. Um, but apart from that, something I really love because I built my business uh, not spending any money. And the reason was I didn't have any money to spend. <laughs> so, so, I'm very much into low and no cost marketing. So I um, love teaching other people how to leverage the media because I've had, I wouldn't have to say conservatively, I've probably had well over a million dollars of free publicity because I, I've just kind of figured out how to 
um, contact the media with a press release about something. You know, one of the things I love to do is go into competitions, not, you know, win a fridge competitions, but um, business competitions. And like recently my book, How to Be Wildly Wealthy Fast, just won the Soulbridge Body, Mind, Spirit Book Awards of Europe. So that has enabled me to reach out to the media and say, you know, here's this great book and I'd love to give you some tips and, and, you know, just little things like that that you can do within your business that you can then reach out to the media and get that free publicity. And, you know, through using those strategies, I've been on TV and radio and in magazines and newspapers and, you know, that stuff's priceless because, um, if you go to put a, an ad in, say, the local paper here where I live, which is we only have, I think, 200,000 people it reaches, it's like $3,000 for a, a half-page ad or something. Like, So being able to leverage the media is really great. Um, but the other thing that I think is really important, which I know beyond a shadow of a doubt, is what really helped my business grow more than anything, and that's writing a book. So I didn't just write a book. I wrote a book with all sprinkled throughout the book at the end of, you know, most of the chapters is a call back to my website because I've got, you know, we talked about affirmations, come back to my, to this specific page, the opt-in page, and you can get, you know, these affirmations or I talk about visualizations, come back and I'll, I'll give you a couple of free visualizations. So throughout the book, whenever I mentioned something, I drew people back to my site and, you know, was able to, to really leverage that and build my list. And the other thing I did with my book, when I launched it on Amazon, I did a promotion and I sold, I think in the first um, two or three months, I sold about $100,000 worth of books because I did an Amazon promotion and got joint ventures to promote it. And, you know, it was, yeah, really cool. So yeah, lots of, lots of little tricks. Um, I'm still, just so you know, I'm still trying to get a handle on the whole funnel and, you know, opt in and downsell and upsell and side sell and, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm more old school, but it, it's worked for me because yeah, it just has. So I'm, but, but I know when I get that whole Facebook model um, nailed, it'll, as I said, take the business to the whole next level. Yeah. So it seems like one common thread uh, through all the things that, all the business things that you're doing is that you can definitely, definitely sell. Like you can sell product, you can make it rain, like you can get people to take out their credit cards and pay yeah, but you know why I think that is? I think that is less about me being a salesperson and more about the fact of my story. So because I've gone from welfare to millionaire by using the law of attraction and I want to share all those tips with you, what happens is people get so obviously excited about the prospect of how that's going to impact their life. And because I get so excited about, because I know what it's going to do for them. It's like, I get so excited and the excitement just goes round and round and round. And so, yeah, people get excited about learning from me and, and you know, joining my products and programs because because I've got some like mind-blowing success stories. So they understand that it works. So I think it's that combination, not necessarily being a great salesperson, but being a very enthusiastic and passionate person about what it is I'm actually 
selling, what I'm, what it is I'm actually sharing. I think that's what, that is the thing that makes me a good salesperson. So I've really got to nail the video. I've really got to start doing more video because, you know, it comes across more um, in video than it does on a sales page or that sort of thing. So, yeah, but you're right. Uh, I think, I think I am a, a good salesperson, but not, not in the traditional sense, just because I'm so passionate about what I do. So let's say somebody is starting with a new product or a new business uh, or, or a new marketing effort, and they may not have those success stories yet. How do you, you know, how, how do you still bring that enthusiasm? Like, how do you still build a story around that? Um, so what I personally did when I was first starting out, I, whatever I was offering at the time, I offered it like really supersonically cheap or even free just to be able to take people through the process or take people through a program or have them to experience an event, whatever it was, um, and let them know that it was at a massively discounted price because I want your success story. I want to be able to share the difference that it makes in your life. I want to show people how amazing this is. And so I want you to help me do that. And so, you know, you're going to get it really cheap, but I'm going to really help you, you know, make the, the change. And so it was easy to get people to come on board. And then from there, you've got your success stories. And so once you've got a couple of success stories, people are more interested and then you get more success stories and it just grows and grows. It's the same with the media. You might think, well, how am I ever going to get the media to be interested in me? But once you get one story in the media, you put that on your website, when the media are looking, if they see a story or an article or you've been on TV or whatever, they get more excited about you. So it, it feeds on itself. Well, it's the same with testimonials and success stories. You only need a few to start with and then it just starts to build on itself. So that would be my advice. So, I mean, it has been such an interesting, uh, an, an interesting journey that, that you've been on. Um, if you could go back, would you change anything that happened? <gasps> would I change anything that happened? Yes. <laughs> so I would get more practical advice around um, business. Um, I would put processes and systems in place earlier. I would, whatever I did in my business when I was just starting out, I would do it as if I was already a million dollar business and have everything in place so that I didn't wait until I was sailing the Titanic and then trying to turn it. I think that's the biggest thing because there have been times in my business where I've said, okay, Oh, let's get this part of the business sorted out. And it truly feels like you're turning the Titanic and it takes so long and it's just so massive and it's like, oh my God, everything's sinking. It's like, start off when you're small, how are you going to finish when you're big? Like imagine you already have that million dollar business and, and set things up at the start so that you make it easy for yourself later. That's definitely what I'd do. But definitely, um, as I said, the number one thing I'd be doing is processes and systems and getting practical business advice at the start because even though yes I've made millions of dollars there's still part of me that absolutely feels like I'm still not a business person like I'm, I'm just this person who's making money doing something I love and yes it's called a business but 
it doesn't feel like a business, like I'm having a chat to you now, this doesn't feel like business, but there's business parts of the business, like real business parts that, that, you know, as the business owner, you've got to kind of learn. And I think I'm really only now just learning a lot of that. And that includes, you know, how to handle all the money that comes in and the tax and the um, um, staff and, um, you know, contractors and all the, the stuff that comes with having a business. It's like, learn it all, you know, because at some point you're going to need it and better to know it before you need it than, than after you've made a whole stack of mistakes. So, Sandy, I want to thank you so, so much uh, for, for sharing all that you have and uh, for coming on the show today has uh, truly, truly been a pleasure to get to speak with you. Um, My pleasure. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I just have a few more questions for you. Then, yeah. um, then we'll go ahead and give people the freebie that we have uh, that we have for them. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I've also noticed is another common thread is people. It seems like all the things that you've done has revolved around people. Uh, so I'm interested to know, what is your philosophy on developing deep, meaningful, and genuine connection with another person? Um, for me, I am very much, um, I know lots of people have lots and lots of friends and they spread themselves all out over the place. I have always, my entire life, have very much been about, I've got a few really close friends and they're the ones that I really like bear my soul to, to share all my secrets, know that everything's safe. And then everyone else out there in, you know, the world, including all my community, I, I, I share, I sometimes overshare, <laughs> but I, I connect and I feel like they are my friends. So even though these are people that, you know, some of them have bought from me, some of them haven't. Um, and even though I've never met most of them, it's funny because when I meet them in person, I, it was really funny. I had one girl that had been through my Inspired Spirit Coaching Academy and she loved it so much. She was a yoga teacher. She went off and, and ended up starting retreats. And she, now she's held something like 17 sold out retreats around the world. So she gets to travel the world, makes a heap of money, um, just having a blast at the same time and changing women's lives. And I remember running into her at a conference and we had a chat and, you know, had a hug and walked off. And then suddenly I realized, oh my Lord, I've never even met her before, but she seemed like she was like a really good friend. Like it seemed like I was just bumping into an old friend. So this is what I love about um, the internet and about building communities and about, you know, staying in touch with them is that although you've got your real friends in real life, you've got this whole community of people that you've never met, but they're still, they seem like they are your friends and you seem like you know them. And, and so for me, as I said, I tend to uh, get very close to my community and sometimes I overshare because I think I know them all, <laughs> even though we don't really know each other at all. So yeah, yeah. But, but um, I'm very much, I'm very much the mind that, if you're going to have someone in your community, um, I try to attract the right people. So I make it very clear about who I am, what I'm like, I'm disorganized, I'm all over the place, I've got a touch of ADHD, I, it's like, you know, this is who I am, I'm not trying to be polished and special and, you know, I'm just me. 
And if you like me, come on board. Let's be friends. But if you don't like me, then go and find somewhere else because I'm not going to change. So um, and I think that's very much what people uh, need to look for out there when they're looking for a community or a mastermind to be part of. Don't try and... Um, you know, don't complain about people or, or their method or what they do. Find someone else because let everyone be their own person and, you know, then they can shine. And then if you're drawn to that, you're attracted to that, then that's the person for you. But if not, find someone else. When you're putting together your programs and you have your, your different ideas and, and your different uh, products, I'm, I'm interested when there, when it's a digital product, mm-hmm. how do you discern what needs to go into the product and what you're going to use as content for your free stuff? Um, okay. So the way I create a product is probably a little bit different to most people. Most people probably create the product and then write the sales page and then deliver the product. And um, if I have to create a product first, I'd never do it. So I always write the sales page first and then I sell people into it and then I create it as I go along. And I've done that from day dot. The very first thing I ever did um, way back in 2001 was a teleseminar called Millionaire Mindset, the seven steps to your financial freedom and how to attract prosperity forever or something. It was a really long name. (laughs) I know that much. And I promoted that because I had been having some success with the law of attraction and I wanted to share what I knew. And so what I did was every day, uh, every week, it was a a four-week teleseminar program. I just had a couple of bullet points and then I would get on the call because I'm better at speaking something than I am at writing something. So for instance, last week I held a teleseminar It's all about um, becoming abundant. And I am trying to show people how you can take, um, write a book and have it on Amazon within, I'm going to see how fast I can do it. So I did a teleseminar. It's currently being edited, turning it into a book, um, going to put it up on Amazon. And that's how I create all my products and programs. So what I do is I hold a live event, you know, it might be a two day event, record the whole thing. Because I can, if I've got bullet points, I can talk forever. I don't need you know, to, to have it all scripted out. So when it comes to actually sharing free content with others, I, again, I just give them everything. Like I just share as much as I want to and I don't really hold anything back because I personally have created hundreds of products and programs, like way too many. So what I did in the last few years, because my business partner and I in Wildly Wealthy Women, we kind of went our own ways. Um, I owned the name Wildly Wealthy Women. I completely revamped that to be an online program for women who are wanting to completely change their mindset around money and manifesting and, and also throw in a whole lot of business strategies as well. So Wildly Wealthy Women is now that. So the cool thing about that is every product or program that I've created that doesn't kind of have a home out there on the internet it all goes in there. So everything is in there. So I could share every day for the next year for an hour or two, but it still wouldn't cover everything that I actually have created and all the products and programs. So, so I don't kind of think about what I will share or what I won't share. I just 
you know, come up with an idea, like for, for the teleseminar um, becoming abundant, I just thought, okay, what is abundance to people? What do they want to know? What are they missing when it comes to creating abundance? Like what's the three things that they actually are probably not doing that they need to do to become abundant? And then, you know, let's take them through a process so they're actually doing it. So, you know, I just, again, it's, it's pretty much on the fly. It's what I feel like in the moment. I actually tried to make um, webinar slides for it. I almost got them done, tried to upload them, didn't upload. So again, it was just a teleseminar. It's like, I'm just better just winging it. I, I, I share information better by just, you know, being in the moment. And it's almost like it's downloaded and it just comes out and it's just exactly what people need to hear. So it, it almost seems like, and and maybe it's just my mind kind of running running with it, but it see it almost seems like as you're creating more and more products and solving more and more problems and answering more and more questions, it's like you're building this library of knowledge. And then whenever you design a new program, you can bring everything that you've ever created and add it or whatever's relevant into that new program plus the new stuff as the main exactly yeah you've got every and then you've got you know as they on the sales page you've got all these bonuses but it's not stuff that i have to recreate it's stuff that i've already had and that you know works so well and and i think i think there's people in business that are either very creative or people that are very business minded and i always say i would so love to find someone that was the business person that loved doing all the marketing and the business side of things and like team up with them because the thing I love doing that I wish is all I could do is just teaching and creating products and programs and getting people inspired and, and changing lives. Like that's, that's what I feel like I'm here on the planet to do. But, but I guess, unfortunately, I have to learn the business side to be able to do that because that's, you know, you, you, that's how, that's how it works these days. So, but yeah, it's, 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 um, I, I feel really lucky that I am so creative and I find it so easy to create products and programs and, and just share information because I've, there's so many different aspects to what I've done that people want to know. So, for instance, you know, I wrote a book, so I share how to do that and how to make it a bestseller and, and how to get someone to write your book for you if you don't want to. I, I've um, become a coach, so I share how to do that. I train people to become certified law of attraction coaches. I um, hold events and, you know, my first event I ever held, I had 450 people attend. So it's like I teach people how to hold events and how to, um, you know, get people to fill the room and, you know, all the things that I've done, I just teach. So it's not like I'm trying to think what it is I should teach people. Basically people say, well, you've done that. I want to know how you do that. And so I just share everything. I tell, I don't leave anything out. I, I believe that there's more than enough abundance to go around and, I'm more than happy to share everything that's worked for me. And because I've tried so many things over the years, I've done so many different things, um, I, I basically share the good, the bad and the ugly. So I say what works, you know, what was so-so, and I also share everything that doesn't work because I think, I think too often sometimes um, teachers and leaders tend to kind of gloss over the things that didn't work. They don't want to show what a crap mess they've made of something. Whereas, you know, I don't mind sharing at all. <laughs> I, I think you can learn a lot from someone's mistakes. So, and I don't want people to go through the mistakes that I have. So, yeah, I think, I think it's all valuable. That's brilliant. And I actually think that that is something that a lot of people may not realize is 
how you can just keep building and building and building on everything that you've already done mm-hmm. because you took the time to learn that and somebody else is about to take the time to learn that, but you can now save them the time. And that's exactly valuable. Exactly. Like I look at when I was first starting out on the internet and I did have to spend a lot of time <clears throat> learning everything, like learning so many different things. And the thing is, I've always called myself like a a human Google. I I love learning. I love researching. I love looking into things. I love trying out everything. Uh, But a lot of people don't. They don't want to. They don't have the time. They just want to know what works. They just want to be told what works. And so I love telling people stuff. Like my daughter doesn't like that so much. My son doesn't like that so much. But I love telling people what to do. (laughs) And, And so... You know, I feel like I'm so blessed because I get to, as my daughter says, boss people around and make money out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, yeah, I, I just feel really lucky that people are interested in what I've done and, you know, want to follow my path. So anyone that's, that wants to be a speaker or an author or a coach, you know, I've nailed all of that. So I just love sharing it with other people. Yeah. What's your greatest theory? My greatest theory on what? Whatever first comes to mind. Okay. My greatest theory. Okay. Well, it's not probably not my theory, but to me, um, I think everyone who's learned about the law of attraction and understands what you focus on is what you create. I think the most exciting thing about that for me is that it's more than just, as I said before, it's more than just positive thinking. We are this electromagnetic bundle of, energy and we send out a a, a signal we send out a vibration we send out an energy into the ether into what i call a metaphysical and science has proven that you know your thoughts can create your reality so to me the very thought that we can think about something and focus on it not just in our head but in our heart in our soul if we can energetically connect with it we can create it. Like, I remember, I don't know if we've got time, but I'll tell you a quick story. So I remember when The Secret first came out. Now, we couldn't buy it in Australia because they had a, um, what was it, some sort of agreement that until it aired on TV, they weren't allowed to sell it. And so I couldn't actually watch The Secret, but I watched this two-minute trailer and I didn't know it was a law of attraction, but I just felt so drawn to it. So I emailed Um, their website and said oh my gosh I think what you're doing is amazing I I just I want to send you a gift and Rhonda Byrne the producer emailed me back and said I have no idea how I got your email I don't get any but somehow I got yours and I'd love a gift so I sent her my book I'd written how to be wildly wealthy fast all on the law of attraction so she emails me back and says oh my gosh your book did you watch the secret and then write this book I said no I haven't even seen the secret yet Um, but I just felt like there was some sort of connection. Anyway, she ended up sending me the secret. I watched it. My mind was blown. It's like, oh my gosh, this is my book exactly. And she ended up coming out, um, or her, her film crew came out and filmed me for a whole day. They were going to put me into the existing secret because they ended up taking one person out, but they, they didn't end up using me. But one of the things I said to her is, why can't we buy the secret in Australia? And she said, you know, got the agreement, can't until it's sold on TV. And I said, well, can someone else sell it in Australia? She said, yeah, but we can't. 
And I said, well, I've got a US company. Can my company buy it? And then I'll sell it in Australia? She said, sure. That idea, that simple idea, taking inspired action, made me $3 million in about eight months, selling the secret in Australia. So anyone could have done that. Am I an importer, exporter expert? No. I mean, like, honestly, it was just outrageous how many we were selling and the orders we get. It's just out of control because everybody wanted it and you just, you couldn't get it anyway. So, you know, just, it's all about when you're going about your life, when you get an idea, it might be an inspired idea. Just take action. If it's, if it, if it's not an inspired idea and you're not taking inspired action, you know, it'll fizzle, fizzle out anyway. But it might just be the one thing that can completely transform your life. Now, the best thing about selling the secret, even though I didn't end up being in the secret, the, the version two of the secret, the best thing about that was that movie was geared toward my ideal client. So my ideal client was buying the secret from me, which meant I then had them on my database, which meant I was able to then have products and programs. So I held an event. I remember not long after I um, was selling the secret, I decided to hold an event called Wildly Wealthy Web Secrets. And it was basically all about the internet and how to use the internet to build your business, how to create products and blah, blah, blah. And I had something like 120 people come along to that event. And that event was around, you know, I don't know, three and a half thousand dollars or something. I made like a profit of over $300,000 just from one event. It's like, and, and I remember around that time I had my best year ever or not year, best month, best month ever in my business. I made something like $430,000. Like that is like unheard of. Like to me, who was not so long before on welfare and $100,000 in debt, making over $430,000 in one month. I mean, it still blows my mind. I don't make that every month, let me tell you. But that was like, you know, and it's all because I took inspired action. So if someone like me, who's not creative, or who's not um, logical and, and organized and, and business-minded, who's just creative and just takes action on ideas, can make things happen, then surely business people that are more structured and organized can can do that or at least join up with someone who is creative and and come together because when i joined up with my business partner who was the financial advisor accountant whatever to join to to create wildly wealthy women she was not the creative one i was creative i came up with the idea and i would never have probably started Wildly Wealthy Women on my own because I didn't feel like what I had, which was the law of attraction, I didn't feel at the time that that was what people were looking for and that people would pay me thousands of dollars. So I joined with her. She bought the practical and I bought the mindset and the two together created magic. And so, you know, if, if you are only creative, find someone who's more business-minded or if you are business-minded, find someone who's creative and potentially together you can create real magic. So it's, but it really all comes down to taking that action, taking inspired action and, and stop dithering around and doing nothing. Just, just ready, fire, aim. <laughs> what did your childhood smell like? My childhood smell like, Oh, the ocean. We used to go camping all the time. It was just blissful. And that's why I fell in love with the ocean. And that's why I now live seven minutes from my favorite beach. 
Can you talk a little bit about growing up, what that was like for you? What was your dynamic with your, uh, with your family, with your parents? Um, so my mom and dad were just normal, like both working, uh, working parents. And um, it was pretty much, uh, it was the, the era of, you know, do as I say, not what you want to do. <laughs> like you, I just followed instructions. I just was a good girl. Like I was a good girl. I did all the right things. I never got into trouble. Everything was good. I remember Friday nights was my most favorite night of the week because my dad would come home, usually with fish and chips wrapped in newspaper and a small block of chocolate to share between us all. And I was just like in heaven. So <laughs> yeah, family, family was good. And, and yeah, my dad, my dad's amazing. He's 92 now. And he just recently won um, the Sunshine Coast Father of the Year, which was so cool. I nominated him. Um, but yeah, he won that and it was just so cool. So yeah, I love, I love the fact that my family is still close and, you know, my kids are close and my, my dad's still, you know, five minutes down the road. Is there anything about yourself that you think is an important part of who you are that we didn't talk about today? In other words, what did I miss? Um, oh, let me think. So I don't know. I, I, cause I pretty much share everything. So I've probably shared everything about myself, but let me think of something that I haven't shared. Uh, um, oh my gosh, I can't think. Um, well, you probably guessed already. I hate working for other people. Like the reason I became an entrepreneur is because I just, I remember, I remember getting a part-time job when I'd gone from selling that personal development course to then having to, um, you know, it, that whole thing fell apart. I had to get a, a part-time job to kind of bring me some money. I remember sitting that job just feeling like I was in jail. I just knew I had to get out. And I remember going into that job because it was so quiet all the time. I wrote a list of all the things I wanted and, and I wrote a list and it was like, oh, I want the freedom to do what I want, work when I want. I want to be able to travel when I want. I want to make, this was like big time for me. I want to make um, $1,000 a week. Like that was a big goal. <laughs> I want to make $1,000 a week. I just want to, you know, be able to be free. And after I'd finished writing that list, the thing that popped into my head was real estate. And it was like, what? So I went and bought a home study real estate course because I thought I was going to be a real estate agent. And that's when about a week later, my accountant came to me and said, I've got this idea. Robert Kiyosaki's real estate mentor, let's join up. So it's like, you take the time to get clear on what you want. The universe will deliver. It's really cool. So I'm 24. I have a couple businesses, but this show, and I, and I say this all the time, but this show is absolutely my greatest passion. Yeah. What should I be asking you? And, and specifically me asking specifically you with your experience, with your knowledge, with your genius that I just wouldn't think to ask. Okay. So as a 24 year old, I think you are so blessed that you are where you are now and that you are starting down that path of, you know, you're, you're an entrepreneur, you're, you're doing things that like, I think back to when I was 24, I'm going to sound ancient, but we didn't have the internet. Not that I can remember. No, if we did have, I didn't have it. 
So, <laughs> so the very fact that you've got that is like you're so blessed. So what should you ask me specifically? Like, as I said, I, I, I feel like I share everything. So I feel like we've covered so much already. But I think, I think if I was going to give you any advice, I would say write a book. Like write a book. The second you write a book, your authority goes through the roof. Use that book to draw people back to your site. You'll, you'll, because even the thing about a book is, have you written a book? I've actually published about 12 right now. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. I didn't, you don't need to ask me anything there. But I think the great thing about, um, I mean, you already know, the great thing about a book is that nobody throws out a book. So my book, I give away more than I, of my book than I actually sell. So I get it printed in China, so it's only like a dollar five cents a, a book. And it's my business card, and I give it out all the time because people don't throw books out. They might put it in a garage sale or a yard sale or give it as a gift or, or pass it on to someone else, but they don't put them in rubbish bins. Like, they don't put them in the trash. So you already know that, so there's no point sharing that with you. But someone listening might get an aha. Um, what don't you know? See, I don't know what you don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, if you've already, if you've already put out 12 books, if you're already an entrepreneur, if you're doing everything, I would just say, do more of what you're doing. Like you're obviously totally on the right track. Like I look at me when I was 24, I was working in the local library. I think working in the local library, covering books. That's when I fell in love with books. I learned to cover books without looking at them <laughs> so I could read another book on the side. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, at 24, I think you've got it nailed and I think you just need to do more of what you're doing. And really um, the other thing, the one thing I would say is don't take your success or wherever you're at, wherever you're at in your business for granted because it can literally all disappear overnight. And I've, you know, been in that situation. So no matter where you're at, make sure money-wise you're you're not blowing it all. It can be very easy to do when you when you go from a place as I did, not having money, then having lots of money. Um, don't blow it all. Put money aside. Be careful with what you've got. I'm now I've come full circle. I used to be frugal when I had no money. Then when I had money, it was like yeah, spend, spend, spend. And now I've come full circle. And even though I've got lots of money, I'm frugal. I love looking where I can save money and what I can do with that money. And, and you know, instead of spending it on that thing, I make a choice to be frugal there so I can spend here. So be careful with your money. Um, set things up and so that they're long-term. Don't, like I have done in the past, uh, create programs that are making me... I remember I had one program that was called The Secret to Business Success. It's making me around $25,000, $27,000 a month, um, just recurring income. It was just a membership that people were part of and I would share. Basically, it took me two hours a month. I would share strategies on a live teleseminar and then I'd have a Q&A a couple of weeks later. And um, it cost people, I think, $47 a month and I had, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people in it. So about $27,000 a month. And then I decided, you know what, I'm going to revamp that program. I'm going to change it slightly. I'm going to make it better. I'm just going to close it down and then I'm going to open it up later. I closed it down and I never opened it up again. And so I went from, you know, that was just one of my income streams, but I just closed it down and, and like 
I mean, it didn't impact me because I was making enough money. But I look back now and think, what an idiot. Like, why would you close down $27,000 a month? Seriously, what was I thinking? So, you know, don't take whatever you're doing for granted. Build on what you have, make it better and make it long term. And then, you know, be careful with your money. And you'll, you'll, if you do all those things, your success and your prosperity is guaranteed. Sandy, I want to thank you again so, so much for coming on the show and, you know, sharing this time with me. It's truly been very special and uh, I feel very honored to, to have been able to talk to you today. So thank you. My pleasure. Thank you so much. And sorry for the cat things and the computer sliding around. <laughs> I've had a morning, but I, as I said, I love, I love sharing um, how my business and the things that I've done have impacted me because I know, as I always say, you know, I dropped out of school in grade 11. I had no connections. I had no money behind me. No one I knew had any money. Like I, I didn't have any great skills. If I've been able to create the success that I have, then I believe anyone can. It just takes persistence and taking action. Do those things and you can't fail. Thank you very much. And to everybody who's listening, um, we actually put together a special thing for you. Um, now, you know, Sandy is clearly an expert, clearly knows what she's doing, has so much experience, such a wealth of knowledge. Um, I'm, you know, I'm blown away that, that, uh, you know, you're, you're packaging this and, and giving this away to people. Um, it, it's awesome. Sandy, you want to tell them a little bit about uh, what it is yeah. that you have for free? Sure. So as you know, my thing is the law of attraction. So I've put together a prosperity bundle that has a number of things. It's got see your business success, a visualization that I've used uh, many times over to help me create amazing success in my business. Um, it's got uh, the millionaire money game, which again is a process that really allows you um, energetically and vibrationally to be at one with having millions of dollars because when you're at one with something, when you're energetically aligned with something, that's when, you know, at a quantum level, you can start to create it. Um, and it's got affirmations, it's got a whole lot of things that I've used to create my success. So it's, it's more mindset stuff, but honestly, if your mind's in the right place, that's when the magic can happen. So yeah, I put that together for everyone. Um, so everyone who's listening can start to create even more success and more prosperity in their life. Fantastic. And you can pick that up by going to projectegg.co slash Sandy, S-A-N-D-Y. That's projectegg.co slash Sandy. That link will be available to you to go and grab that prosperity bundle I love the word bundle because it means you're getting more than one thing all at the same time. And I also love the word free. So when you mix those two, you know, you're going to have a good time. <laughs> so head on over to projectegg.co slash Sandy and go pick that up. Sandy, thank you so much. Everybody who's listening, thank you very much. I love you all. Let's change the world. Thanks so much. Bye. Hey y'all, Ben here. Thank you so, so much for sticking with me all the way till the end of the episode. Now, it means a lot that you're here, but I want to ask you to take it one step further and head on over to iTunes, leave a review, and subscribe to the show. Please, please, please go to iTunes, 
write a review, and subscribe to the show. That's what helps us move the needle forward and reach more people. Thank you very much, and I'll see you on the next episode.